This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to another show of Nolan Financial Radio. I am Chris McKinney, and I'm from Nolan Financial Partners. You can reach out to us at 719-210-4242. If you want to learn more about us, go out to our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. And while you're there, you can go to our radio page, check out our past shows. You can also figure out how to uh, check out our our podcast. We have them on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find the Nolan Financial Radio Show. Uh, so today we're going to talk about financial security. Um, it's really big topic right now after a couple of banks uh, recently went down. Um, are, is your money secure? Do you have financial security? We're going to talk about that in a couple of different ways from one from the side of the banks and one from a, a side of just how you get there, right? Because that's the important thing is how do you get the financial security? But before we get to that, I want to introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore, who always looks good on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's great to be here with you and our listeners out there. Thank you so much. I, I love uh, being on Financial Rock Radio with Chris McKinney. I love that. <laughs> You're listening to Financial Rock Radio with Chris McKinney. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you've got a great show lined up for us. I mean, financial yeah. security, hot top. Topic, hot topic with the banking crisis, the Fed raising interest rates again, inflation, right. um, interest rates, inflation and the banking crisis and market volatility and fluctuations. Um, it sounds like another perfect storm. So it's good that we dissect this and that you let us know what's going on out there, how it's affecting our overall economics and finances, uh, as well as our personal finances and what we can do for financial well-being uh, when all these things are happening. And that's what you do for your clients. And uh, that's what you do is formulate these plans. So I'm excited about this one. But first... And most importantly, uh, we already mentioned your glasses in our last episode, but you're looking oh, yeah. good for our viewers. You got to check out the show on YouTube because uh, Chris has some new glasses that are killer. <laughs> it, it literally took 10 years off his life. It's oh. amazing. Uh, but how are you doing, Chris? Have you been keeping busy? Uh, we've been staying very busy. Uh, we've mainly been taking care of our, our clients that we have uh, right now, getting them into uh, shoring up their plans, right? They're like, Hey, sure. you know, let's, let's review this and where are we? And, you know, or, and taking care of some of our clients that have recently, uh, turned 64. And so they're like, Hey, I want to retire soon. I want, 
I want, I want to stop this work thing. And yeah. uh, so what do we do? How do I do that? Right. <laughs> right. And so that's, that's where a financial planner can, can uh, really help people out and, and get, feeling that security that they can have them, that they have the money to retire. They're going to be okay. Um, and, and they have a full plan for that. Yeah. Um, you're not only a financial planner, you're a retirement planner. I mean, that's why we do the things we do. And that's yes. why we have accounts like 401ks and IRAs, isn't it? Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all about having that feeling that you can, uh, get to retirement and have enough money you need. And then once you get there, it's feeling that, okay, I've created this, this big nest egg of money. I have all this money. I have all these assets and then, okay, can I, can I, can I stop working and adding to them and now start spending them? Yeah. And so that's a whole different change of how you um, are going to manage your money because sure. now you're not managing input, you're managing output. So it's, it's like turning the valve all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And I, I think that makes perfect sense. So what about everybody's been talking about the bank crisis right. and, you know, it's somewhat ongoing. It, it seems like it started with uh, SVB, right? Yeah. So SVB and then also Signature Bank. Yeah. Um, now Credit SV, Suisse. Credit Suisse. Uh, now Credit Suisse got bought up by uh, UBS. Yeah. So, so there's no impact to that. As far as the depositors go or anything, anything goes uh, now, the investors that if anybody had an investor, their investors in Credit Suisse, now they took a fall. Yeah, big one. Big one. Uh, but not the people that bank there. Right. Right. Um, just the investors and investment money is always has that a risk. Everybody knows their risk. People that invest in in banks uh, understand those risks. Um, so but most people don't invest in banks because um, because of that. Right. And the volatility. Their, yeah. Their volatility. Because they saw what happened in 2008. Well, and then they don't have they're They're not like a GE, a large company. They don't they don't have that those kind of assets. Right. If right. everybody pulls their money out of the bank, then the bank doesn't have any assets. They don't. Right. They don't own anything. So yeah. If there's nothing. a run on the bank, it's done. It's yeah. done. And yeah. so it goes from whatever the share price was, $50 a share to zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what we've seen with done. SVB and, and yeah. some others. So, yeah, that's too bad. And I've heard rumblings about a couple other big banks, uh, Deutsche Bank and things like <clears throat> that. So hopefully there won't be a run on banks at this point. Right. Well, and it all goes to the worldwide inflation and, yeah. and how uh, the the govern governance of those banks uh, has been going on between the uh, their their government and them, yeah. whether they were require how they're required to hold their deposits, um, and that was what SVB's problem was. They went from in 2018 they had 50 billion dollars in deposits, and at the end of 2022 they had 210 billion dollars in deposits. So they grew so fast. And they put all that money into long-term bonds. Yikes. Then the long-term bonds lost money. Lost value. If they could have held the bonds to maturity, that would not have been a problem. 
But when the depositors say, hey, I want my money back, then they had to sell all those bonds at a loss to try to cover, and they lost billions of dollars on the sale of those bonds. And then that created the, uh, the investment side to go to nothing. And then everybody started running on the bank and it just, uh, yeah. And SVB wasn't a small bank either, obviously with 210 billion, uh, what 16th largest bank. Wow. The 16th largest bank, but they weren't a big bank not that long ago. I, I just think they grew too fast and they didn't know how to do it. And then they didn't have, so um, one of the things that some financial planners do for clients is they build a ladder, uh, a bond ladder. And so they have bonds that mature at different times throughout their, uh, their retirement. And then when they mature, then they get to spend them. Well, uh, SVB didn't have that. They had all their bonds uh, maturing in 20 to 30 years. Yeah. So they were yeah. Stuck. Yeah, they they should have talked to you first. They should have had a financial advisor like yourself who said, <laughs> "Oh yeah, hey, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right?" That's right, because there are other places that they could have put that money. Right, that would it it would have been safe. They could have earned a little money on it, mm-hmm. so that they could pay their depositors, you know, little interest rates and and pay for the bank's operations, and been would have been fine. Yeah, but they made bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's too bad for the people who, you know, had money there, but it looks like they're they might be covered by the government and and other sources. So the government only covers, though, up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a single individual, the FDIC. And so and so that let's back off from that's not the government. That's FDIC. Oh, that's the Fed. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So this is uh, the, the the FDIC is not government money. That money that's in the FDIC comes from the banks. They have yes. to pay that an insurance premium to FDIC to cover, cover that, right. st- that those deposits. And so FDIC is covering everybody's deposits in there. They're going to get, uh, so a lot of companies had their payroll through their large organ, large companies, right. Had moved to SVB to manage their payrolls, a lot of a lot of startups have their money there that have really grown over the last five years, especially after uh, COVID hit yeah. and, and changed some of our economics um, and moved us to online even more than we were before because people were at home. Yeah, and so all these companies that do online things um, were making bank, and then they that's where they got a lot of their money from from these companies. Yeah. Um, So, um, so FDIC insures your deposits in all banks. Okay. That's how that works. Now credit unions are not insured by FDIC. Okay. They are insured by the national credit union association. And so that insurance fund is, is a giant pot of money and it's drawn from the credit unions, just like, uh, FDIC draws money from those banks, but then if one of those credit union fails, then the National Credit Union Association Insurance Fund will uh, make the creditor the depositors whole. Yeah. So, so if you're in, you're covered as well in credit unions if you have money in a credit union. Okay. 
Yeah. Just want to make people feel That's secure. That's good. We have a little visitor here. Sorry. I, uh, in the corner. Oh. Enzo, come here. He's, he keeps pushing on me. Oh, what a cute you dog. see a little nose in the corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry hey, about that. Hey, he's, buddy. He found, <laughs> that's Enzo. Enzo's it, a good boy. Yeah. Enzo, he's Enzo, wagging his tail. He's happy. Yeah, he's happy because <laughs> I said his name. Because I, I see, you see what happened is I stopped paying attention to him for two seconds. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. You can't. It has to be. It's uh, all the time. It's we, all or nothing. You know, we have pets to make us feel good, and he's just making you feel good. Uh huh. He is. <laughs> he always does. He he is. He is great. Um. But uh, back to what you were saying and our topic yeah. at hand. I'm glad you explained how that works, the insurance, and how that's covered. Um. You know. So I, I what I hear you saying though is don't panic, right? People There's no don't panic. Need to panic. Yeah. Ninety percent. Uh, probably more than ninety percent of all depositors have less. Uh, money deposited in banks than that they are insured for in those banks. And if, and I would say that if you have over $250,000 in a bank uh, and they were a client of mine, I'd say uh, we need to invest that money and make some money with it because right. banks don't give you much money for no, you, no, you're not going to make a whole lot on money that's sitting in a bank. Uh, even, no. even in, even in some of the things banks offer, it's the interest is pretty low if they do pay interest, but uh, right. compared to other things, yeah, I mean, you want some safety and if people have money in the bank because they think it's safe, uh, you know, I mean, there were some, there were some depositors at SVB that had more than $250,000 with that bank. Uh, I'm oh, telling yeah. you that right now. Well, the guy that started the run tried to withdraw billion. $10 billion. Yeah. Why would you put, so, and you've had individuals come to you and a lot of those might've been companies or obviously uh, different situations, but you've had people come to you. Uh, for yeah. financial advice, you and Tara, and they meet with you, Chris, uh, and they, uh, they, when they come to you, they either have everything in the market or everything in a bank. You've had that happen, oh, right? Yeah, we've, we've had people show up with more than $250,000 in the bank. In one bank. Uh, because in one bank. Because yeah, they that's didn't, not good. They didn't have a plan for it. And they, they uh, got this money through maybe an inheritance or, or some other kind of benefit. Um, just came to them or they were saving it up and they just, uh, I don't want to know what to do with it. And so we find things to do with it where you're going to create a better financial situation for yourself. You're, you're going to, so, um, you know, we recommend people save 15% of their earnings and that is to, to fight off all the things that detract from our money. Um, you know, like inflation, technology changes, obsolescence, um, taxes, the things that, 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 that make our money less valuable. We've got to put the money into a place where it's going to fight those factors. Sure. If we put our money in a place that's going to fight those factors, then we can be secure in retirement. If it's sitting in a bank, it's not going to keep up with inflation. It's not going to keep up with any of the factors individually, not mu much less the accumulated uh, amount of those factors. Yeah. Um, so we've got to get uh, that money into a place that is going to create more financial security for you. Right. And that's huge, uh, obviously. Yeah. So uh, I think that... Um, uh, people need to understand 
um, that their assets need to be diversified. And you hear that word in the financial world, you know, oh, my my assets are diversified. I've got some in stocks and some in bonds, right? (laughs) Or I've got some in a savings account and some in a checking account and some in a CD. No, that's no, no. Not right, diversification. Yeah. You need balance between a lot of different uh, things. They're not a lot, but a few different things. Right. And, um, you know, that way when a 2022 hits uh, yep. or the beginning of this year with the banking crisis, you're not affected or you're not okay. as affected. All your money isn't locked up. It's not in a place like that. And yeah. a lot of people out there are going, well, what is, where is safety? And there are other options for safety. I mean, there are um, other options for safety. And so there's, yeah. there's places you can put your money and they can still be insured even that, yeah. that you can get a much better rates than sitting at a bank. They actually have higher insurance amounts uh, in other places. Yeah. Uh, like 300,000, 600,000 that you can put your money and it, it earns more money than a bank. And it's insured for more money. So yeah. let's talk yeah. about those. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about them today because because this right. is such an individual topic. But right. I want to talk to our to I talk to our clients about those all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. You need a diversity. You need some in growth yes. in stocks. You need some in more safer managed stocks. You need yep. some some in bonds, perhaps, and some you know emergency fund in the bank. Uh, but not not large amounts uh, in a bank because you need to you know have growth and things, but you need money where it's accessible, and you need insurance products like cash value insurance is is one thing I know we'll talk about in another show. And yep. uh, one thing I noticed, and I read an article on this, um, banks fail from time to time, and it happened yeah. in uh, two thousand eight. We had a run on banks. Uh, right. It's happening now. Uh, but you know what's never, ever happened? Uh, a, a, an insurance company has never missed a death payout or annuity payment ever. Uh, like the, Insurance companies do not fail. No, they don't. No. They can't because by law, they, they have to have at least, I think, 105 to 110 percent of what your money. So if I, if I have a, if I've given an insurance company $500,000 or they have a million dollar benefit for me, if I pass away, they've right. got to have, uh, uh, you know, uh, a 10% more than that to back it up. And, and so when I tell people that they bring up AIG and I'm like, okay, the AIG where they had problems was on their mortgage side. Yeah. Not it, their life insurance. Side. Yeah. It had nothing to do with life insurance or annuities or yeah. any of those. The, no so, annuity payment has ever failed or not been there for something no, no. from an insurance company. Yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. They're so, very, so financially. And I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm not pro insurance and anti-bank. That's no. not what I'm saying. They each serve their purpose. And for some people, you know, you got to ha- diversify, right? That's what right. we're talking about. Right. Right. You've got and to diversify and you've got to have your money so that some of it is safe yeah. from market downturns. As long as you work with a legitimate, I mean, you don't want to go to just anybody shelling out insurance, you know, shilling insurance. Uh, <laughs> uh, you you want to go to a financial advisor who does, who can look at your investments, who can look at your social security, who can look at what you have in the bank, help you get an emergency fund together, help That's you right. with CDs and help you with insurance 
products. And if they, and I know you as independent advisors, you look at all the different insurance companies out there and only work, have your clients work with the A top rated insurance companies. Uh, Top rated with the best contracts. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the difference right there. So uh, where do we want to go on this financial, uh, you know, uh, what do we need to do to be financially secure? Well, first, Tony, they uh, people have to call me. So our listeners on the radio yes. need to call me at 719-210-4242. Uh, go after our website, nolanfinancialpartners.com. Check us out out there. But if you want to send up that complimentary consultation, call us at 719-210-4242. Mention the radio show. And we have set aside complimentary consultations for people that call off the radio show. Um, so the, the thing that I want to start with now is the definition of financial security, because this is about financial security, this bank run, all these things, this is about the collapse of feeling good about where your money is sitting. Right. So, so financial security, what is that to you? It's about having enough money to absorb financial shocks, reach all your savings goals, make choices that allow you to enjoy your life. Financial security is important because it keeps financial stress to a minimum and helps you feel in control of your future. You can also call this financial well-being because it's about how you, a lot of it's about how you feel. And that's what made SVB go down was people felt bad about it. There's a run on it. And so they went away. Yep. You need to feel good about your finances. You need to have a, a good financial well-being um, yep. so that you know what you're doing. Well, so, I know you have a list of things to have financial yeah. well-being. We only have about five or six minutes left, oh, so we've got to jump. I know we got to jump right into those and uh, kind of go down the list and mention some of those. So so we're going to start with an emergency fund. That That's the place you should start. Uh, you had enough money in your emergency fund so you can pay about three months of expenses. Now, an easy way to calculate is just figure out how much you earn and start with about three months. And then if you get to three months, maybe you get to six months, whatever starts to feel good for you, but at least three months of your salary needs to be in an emergency fund so that you can weather a storm if you don't have a job anymore or uh, just have some kind of um, problem with a vehicle that costs a lot of money. Maybe the HVAC goes out in your house. You need that emergency fund so that you're not putting that onto a credit card and and then paying 20% interest on something you should have to pay 20% interest on. Yeah. So the next one is save for retirement, okay? So once you get your mercy fund in place, start saving for retirement. Create, uh, make sure that you're getting your matching in a 401k at your work. If you don't have a 401k at work, then you need to start your own personal savings account for retirement. That can be through Roth, IRA, those kind of things. Um, that's where if, you, if you're self-employed, then you there's a lot of, uh, really neat retirement savings things that you can take advantage of through the IRS code. 
please see a financial planner. Okay, so the next one is going to be getting out of debt. So we're going through these fast now here. Stay with us. Getting out of debt. That What does that mean? Well, it means paying off credit cards. And then that the next thing is after you've paid off your credit cards is maybe pay a little bit more on those loans on maybe a car. Okay. We really don't uh, see that much advantage in paying additional amounts on your mortgage. It's how you feel about that. And so uh, you can kind of figure out what the numbers are, but get out of all your bad debt, which is credit cards and car loans. Okay, so the next one is live in an expense account that you can afford, okay? Create a spending plan for your money. How much money each month is going to go into your emergency fund? How much money is going to go into your retirement accounts? How much money is going to go into the various things that you do that are what we call extracurricular, your fun things? You know, have have a spending plan for that. And if you go over, don't beat yourself up about it. Just figure it out. Create a new spending plan that meets what your goals are, okay? And then, so if you're having a hard time getting these things done, maybe you need to earn more money, okay? Yeah, true. Get get a better job. Start shopping around. Ask for a raise. Ask for a raise, yeah. So, um, you know, you, you probably are pretty good at your job. So maybe you need to earn more money. I recently had a, a, a client. She um, stayed with the same company and said, I want to make more money. She's in her mid sixties. And guess what? They gave her more money uh, because <laughs> yep. she was so valuable to what they were doing. And she says, Hey, I need more money. And with inflation and everything, Companies are, are starting to make more money on, on their assets, right? Yeah. So they can afford to spend more money on their employees. Right. Ask for more money, especially in this high inflation environment, right? Agreed. So, That's a so great the, idea. Other, the other thing that you could do is earn some money from passive income. Okay. So how, how, what, what? Yeah. What passive do you mean income? by that? Yeah. Yeah. Things that you don't have to spend uh, time on that can make you money while you're not doing it. Okay. Let's, some examples are real estate. So I own some real estate. A lot of my clients own real estate. Real estate gives you passive income. This is a big list. Um, so if you, uh, didn't catch it all, give me a call and I will send it to you. Okay. Uh, call me or find me through our website. Call me at uh, 719- 2104242 go out to our website nolanfinancialpartners.com and uh, I can get you this list um, we can set up a complimentary consultation so that we can explore your specific things and how to get to financial security yeah there you go great show today uh, we're out of time but that was a great list and that's basically what you and Tara do for your clients is uh, that list that's part of the financial planning and financial security that's how you can become financially secure uh, listeners that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host Chris McKinney join us again next time for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio 
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.